that. Now we got a new view, viewing way of this. Oh, I'm this gonna uh, I'm gonna do this trans live transcript thing too. It's quite fascinating. But go ahead, go ahead. Okay, okay. What is this live transcript? First of all, let's talk about oh, that. What's a new shirt I seen? I don't know. Okay. This Chinese right. software is very uh, advanced, but I'll ask that question later. Chris yeah. Paul struggling, and then you oh know, man, to... yeah. So so for me, ah oh, man, it sucks because you you know you brought up like it's the curse of the point guard, it's the curse of uh, of Chris Paul, and it, and it just sucks because it's like. Well, one obviously is whatever you what have you done for me lately, right? People are dogging him out and saying all these things when really, like, when, to me, is he the leader of the team? Yes. Uh, but at the same time, Devin Booker was also many people thought he was going to be MVP or, you know, at least in consideration, even though I, I would say Chris Paul has been the MVP of the Sun since he's got there, right? Yeah. You see how the team's gradually gotten better. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so people are saying about Chris Paul not being good, not doing this or that, uh, dogging him out. When we look at the game, it wasn't just him. Now, he took the blame. It wasn't just him. It was a failure on the whole team to get blown out in your own home, right? But it sucks to me because, like, Chris Paul is getting called out, all this stuff, and it's like, this dude has been – a fucking amazing point guard through his career. At every stop, and that fool's improved teams. You know what I'm saying? Everywhere he's went, he's improved. But because he doesn't get the chip, right? Remember, these are some people say he's 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 whack. Last year he was in the finals. True. But then they blew that one, right? And, you, and it's like you can really it's I guess basketball is the one sport where it's all, it's really like a team single player game because it re- really relies on one person because one player can change the game as we've seen Luka Doncic did which that dude's the truth and I've I've been saying that for a while I think like I was completely wrong about him but I good thank you thank you for shutting us up um but it's just weird it's like he's been in these situations where his team has been up, but then the team falls apart. And then you have to be like, well, what's the common denominator? It's Chris Paul. But can it always, can it honestly be him the whole time? I mean, what do you, what do you think on that? I think if his contract is that, if you're a top earner on the team, mm-hmm. I think there's some responsibility, I think, for Chris Paul specifically. I think it's because he's held in regard with, like, you know, the the LeBrons and the Wades and the Mello, just because he's kind of grouped up in there. So his standard, it's kind of like all the players that were playing with, you know, uh, Jordan or, or Magic or Bird for that instance. A lot mm-hmm. of great players, Hall of Famers. But because that era, you're only going to kind of compare their accolades to that guy. In theory, it is a team sport. And it should not be looked like that, but because of how the NBA's popularity has grown, you do have to put the emphasis on the superstar. And because it's a five-on-five sport, if any of the sports you would see where a dude can be dominant, it would be basketball. Uh, With that being said, I think that – I think it's good for the NBA. I think Chris Paul has heard his fair share of uh, criticism throughout the years, but when it's all said and done, They'll look at all the teams, especially those years when he when he gets there, it's like it transforms. And he's able to really like 
at every stop, he's done something different. You know what I'm saying? Like the Clippers. Yeah. Okay, it's Lob City. All right, and then he goes to uh, what do you go to Houston next? Was that well, first? He started off new. Well, New Orleans. Orleans. Yep, with Tyson right? Chandler and making and, that. And, whole then, thing, and, then, you know? and let's not forget too when he was there, right? He was there during the Katrina Katrina time, mm-hmm. and because yeah. he was going from uh, uh, Charlotte, uh-huh. it was in the transition going from Charlotte to New Orleans, New Orleans, and then kind of kind of showcasing what OKC. Because also remember, he had a tie. They were playing in OKC for a while. Yep. yep. During that time, because they, they had to move people out of Louisiana for that time, right? Yep. That was like the parts. first stop for OKC to even see if they could yep. have a team, right? Yep. Like an audition. So he, so it was an audition to kind of end of the way, right? Uh-huh. These are things that actually, as I say, it's like it's lost. Like I didn't, I don't know where I got that from. It just came out of nowhere. But as I say, you remember it, right? Mm-hmm. And at that time, he was a face for New Orleans during Katrina too. Yep. You know, a lot of responsibility and a top level player at that time. You're talking about like prime Chris Paul because he he Paul. came out and he was already ready to go. And Dude, I was. I was looking it up. Uh, was it basketball reference? I was looking it up because I was like, all right, let me just, you know, I, as I start to talk about stuff, I'm, I'm using your uh, way of like, do your, do your research, you know, start to, when you say something, look it up, research it, yeah. you know, make sure you're, you're, you look up the things and figure out, well, why is that, right? Let me look at Chris Paul real quick. Like, I was, I, I looked at when he was prime Chris Paul the numbers right at new orleans he had 20 his his third year 21 or 21.1 points a game 2.7 steals and 11.6 assists with four rebounds as a six-foot guard right well man that that was good that was good you know oh what do you do this next year 22.8 points a game 2.8 steals 11 11 assists 5.5 rebounds and that was the year I was thinking that he could have probably been like MVP. That yeah. was yeah, because that was the year because I was like, oh, as much as I think I don't know if Kobe got it or someone else, I was like, yo, Chris Paul should probably get it. Like he is, he's balling that year. Oh, man, see the points always get you. That's that traditional point guard shit, man. It's the well, it's but, this, but he yeah. had, but but you, I mean, like in theory, I think that was the year. I think that was probably no, because it was the 06 that Kobe got it. Uh, or oh six, not not oh six. Oh six was when Kobe dropped like thirty five of the game, some crazy stuff. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> uh, who got it in 08? First, I got to see what his team's record was in 08, 08. To, before I said that. Oh eight, oh nine. Like I, I, I don't know if it, it wasn't Nash. It couldn't have been Nash, right? It wasn't that. What was this team's? Record? Well, first, I got to look at the team's record before I do that. And what, what's the? Let's see. Maybe Tim Duncan. Maybe, maybe like no, maybe LeBron or maybe um, LeBron already had it in year three, year four. Oh, so so okay, so that year, that year he was forty nine and thirty three. So that's not really a great record. There were, uh, well, they, they finished fourth in South, the Southwest Division, but let's see the year before where he had twenty one and eleven, right? Yeah, that was the year. Yeah, that was the year. There were fifty six and twenty six. And I'm like, you didn't, he didn't, that, that is his third year in the league. But who got it? See, whoever got it most likely must have been 30 plus scoring, probably, you know, six, six, six boards. I think, six, I think, I think, it, I think, let me see, because, because, uh, uh, 2000 was it 07? KD? Was that KD? 08. 
No, no. KD, no, no. It was 2012. Was oh, he wasn't even in the league yet. I'm tripping. No, he wasn't. Yeah, I don't think he was in the league. Uh, NBA MVP, NBA season. Oh, it must have been Kobe, dude. Kobe, Kobe got yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. And, and that was it. That was that was the year I was like, I, I honestly, and as much as I love the Lakers, I was like, I kind of think New Orleans should get it, or, or Chris Paul should get it. You know, small market. That's all what it was, man. I loved them. Him and Tyson Chandler and that David West team, and uh, I think what, who else was on there? Wesley, I think. Uh, that was a fucking. That team was solid. That team yeah. was solid. And, and yeah. it's funny. Right. It's funny because I, like. Now you're looking at MVPs and Jokic got it right, because because before a lot of times it'd be like who's the who's the best player on the best team, right? Yes. And now it's getting a little bit more. I think it's getting a little bit more realistic, right? What I mean by that is, it doesn't just because you're the best player on the best team doesn't mean you're the MVP because a lot of that sometimes is the whole team stuff. Yeah. You have to look at a lot of determining things, right? Like like if that was the case, then someone on the Suns should have got it. You know, mm-hmm. uh, but this year Jokic got it. But why did Jokic get it? Now it, you can question if maybe um, uh, Embiid should have got it, which I think he probably could have should have got it, considering he didn't have a star player with him throughout most of the season. You know, he was doing it kind of himself at in in um, Philly. Yeah. yeah, true. You know, uh, but. Jokic had these. The I think it was the first player to ever get like some odd, ridiculous number. Like I forgot how many points, how many assists in the season. He was the only player to ever do it, you know. Mm. And so when you break that barrier, you're like, okay, well, yeah. what do you do? But yeah, um, at the time, yeah. at, at yeah. the time, you know, definitely uh, Chris Paul, like Kobe was. I think the Lakers were the number one team that year. Mm-hmm. You know, so yeah, that was a yeah. Dude, Chris uh, Paul, Chris Paul's nasty. He's nice, man. But like I said, back to the, the original talking point. So having that game happen, right? Chris Paul's mm-hmm. what, 37, 38? 37. Mm-hmm. 37, okay. So that would be considered least advanced age. But yet yes. LeBron out here, you know, averaging fucking, you know, 30, 30, 35, you know, 12 boards for whatever he's doing. Yeah. So that's an anomaly. But for the most part, 37 and, and functioning at a high level, uh, yeah, I think this is just kind of the the ridicule that happens. I mean, like we talked about, Chris Paul usually gets this uh, this uh, this narrative, and I think that's just his character arc. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I think everybody's pushing for him. If he, in my opinion, if he does win, it'll be one of those like, uh, you know, um, bench player. <laughs> well, yeah, or six man or all star ensemble situations where everybody's you know thirty thirty five plus on the team, and then it's that you know. The whole team is like a bunch of future Hall, like almost what the Lakers look like now. Throw Chris Paul in that, you know what I'm saying? Like that would be the team that will win a championship. Um, but yeah, and then you know, going back to the you know off-screen stuff, just in relation to why I brought up Chris Paul in that, because you're like, it's you just keep going, you just keep on going, you know, for everything he got, like the Houston, you know, experiment. You're like, dude, him and James, Hart, like you see those numbers. Oh, this is crazy. And then for them not to, you know, put it together. And then he'll get, you know, ridiculed. even though Harding did get a lot of it, um, but he still got a lot of that. And then he got shipped out. He goes to OKC for one year and turns that and, whole team and, around. To the playoff team. To oh, the playoff man. team. That alone, I was like, yo, that. That that right there was where I was just like, that was oh, the man. biggest accomplishment in his career at an advanced Above age. Because remember, he's only been there for, mm-hmm. he's been there for two years now, right, sons? Yep. So you're talking about he was 34, 35, and he's like, 
hey, we got to the playoffs. One year. You know, and I, yeah, year. and I thought I was like, maybe he was saying, it was like the Suns. Because at that time, I was like, the Suns was all teams. Why would he go to the Suns, right? Yep, yep, yeah. Young as And fun. then turn that team, then turn that team around. Telling you, man, it's this that it's that point guard shit. But that's like to your point, you know, kind of in my opinion, it's just it, what happened that game, and then you look at it, you're like, it. And right now, it seems insane that that happened. When you know, yeah. next year, it's gonna be like, what they lost? <laughs> we're just yeah. gonna forget about it. So that's why it's kind of that age old story of, you know, what you were talking about, man, fight, fight or flight. Like you just either keep on going, or you stop. And yeah. You make what it uh, you make of it what you make of it. I think that's kind of just how life is gonna you know treat it. I think life just keeps on going, and I think I probably said this before. It, it just it gives you a way out. You're like, oh, you think this is too much? Hey, quit all day, and then in your mind you're like, nope, just gotta keep on going. Like, Ugh. and that's always the the factor. So you know, back to Chris Paul, you know, and you know that that last game, it's kind of like. Woo, that's going to be remembered in history, at least for the short term, because that's a historic low. Like I'm talking about what yeah. halftime less than less than 30, maybe. Right. Or maybe but, just hitting. 30. Oh, yeah, it was it was 20. Yeah, it was like 27. It was something ridiculous. Right. It was oh, it was it was for gross. A game seven. Was yeah, strange. it was. And, and I think it's funny because sometimes like I get some people depending on where you're at, like you talk to shit no matter what. Right. Hmm. I'm a person like I don't talk. I told you this, I think, last week. I don't talk. I talk when I'm done. My focus is like, why am I gonna get distracted to talking all that stuff, man? You know? No, like I like get talk when you get the job done. Yeah, yeah. You know? And then you look at kind of like, oh yeah, now you got yeah, it's easy to talk when you're up, you know? Yeah. But it's like, hey, but why not? Like, like you know what I'm saying? Like, are you gonna talk when you're down? Yeah. Maybe some people will, but I'm a, I'm a person I'm like, no, like focus on what you gotta do focus on on the outcome at least on that that's kind of crazy i say that right now right <laughs> hold on let me take a breath because weird weirdness is coming in with anxiety i say that right now and i say it so clearly and confidently when i'm talking about basketball but when it comes to life all of a sudden i can't think that clearly and confident, confidently <laughs> this is funny that i like what i said just get the job done and how, yeah. how matter of fact and you already know when it came to that sport that's what it was for me yeah <laughs> it's it, I guess, it, I, guess it, I have that in me you know but when i think about basketball right and you know uh whatever the analogies are you we've heard them you know when you hear interviews and you hear documentaries and how they you know the the relation of the game of basketball in 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 relation to the game of life and then you can mm -hmm. they're they're one and the same you know uh, uh, the mentality the the drive you know it's synonymous but uh, at the same time, it's kind of like when you're in it, yes, but then there's another part of life that you're not doing that necessarily, you know? So how do you do that? Can you love life like you love basketball? Because basketball is very singular. It's easy. It's like, you know, hey, it's, uh, mm. it's here's the task. You know, you have a goal. You know what to do. You've seen other people do it. Let's do it. Life is like, well, you're seeing people do it in real time. There's been many before you, but everybody has a different way they've played the game. Like so far to the point where what's the goal? Like, I don't know. Like what? I don't know either. Okay. 
so that's why maybe like and that's one of those things that people say like you know if you see it in this you see it in all things you know what i'm saying it's like one of those like like the analogy you said is clear as day you're like yeah man, you just gotta get the job done you know what it takes to win and then yeah i said hey, man, so life clearly, is tough, man. Like, i don't know what to do man you know what i'm saying like, yeah, I'm just, yeah. I was like what <laughs> i mean well i mean like i said that so clearly like i didn't even hesitate like when i said it i said it with like like kind of veracity and, and, and clarity to it, right? But then when I took a step back, that's why I had a pause. I was like, how come I can say that so easily now when it comes to this, but I can't say it so easily when it comes to cooking or when it comes to making a beat, all of a sudden that clarity that I had that I said just a couple minutes ago, you just couldn't work, it's not there anymore. Yeah. That's the hardest part, trying to apply it. And I have to apologize. I think I was listening to, uh, I was editing some of the pods and I'm trying to get better at doing that. But uh, I said something like, man, words don't fucking matter. Fuck that. And you was like, man, I'm telling you, that's everything. I was like, man, fuck that. Words ain't shit. Words are everything. I'd done more research. Oh, wow. Like, uh, so you, you, was, uh, you were going back to old podcast and said that? Yeah, I'm, I'm clipping up a lot of stuff. I'm going to start, uh, you know, doing something a little different, but I'm, I'm listening. So I usually don't ever listen, but because I'm trying to, you know, be better about, you know, kind of clipping and editing, I'm, I'm thinking about doing a different format. I've been forced to kind of listen to them. So I've been having a, quite the laugh and just kind of listening back on a lot of the conversations. It's kind of cool. I was like, it is good. What, what was that? What was it? Because, like, uh, maybe we should do like a, a, a... Oh, just watch Podcast. us. Yeah, we should we yeah, should do talk about it. <laughs> yeah, like, just like, like a director's thinking? cut, like we like, watch the episode. About? Yeah, Dude, there's like, a lot of those where I'm like, what the fuck is this conversation going? Yeah, uh, but, probably uh, me all over no, the place. That huh? one, I think we were just talking about uh no, I do remember talking saying about that. slander or something like that. Yeah, and I remember I just saying, like, man, where's that shit? Because in my mind at that time, where my research led me was uh, nonverbal communication. So in my head, I was like, that's absolute. And I wasn't playing my 80 20 rule. So as yeah. I continue to, you know, do my research on the weird shit I research, uh, language came up and they talked about the idea and the theory of a lot of languages being manipulated, uh, including English, especially because the multiple meaning idea and the power of words, and then kind of going back on the pantheon of, you know, just in, in the way that we, you know, treat all the things we receive, it was obviously through because in words if I, so it's like fuck <laughs> if i recall i was i think i brought up something about like you know hitler or whatever people use words but they can cause people war you know i said i said i want to say it's said something about like words can cause war you know yeah and yep. you're like wow well, fuck that but yeah. that's what <laughs> i took a hard that, stance no i was no, like I mean, man i have to apologize for that i was like no, see, this don't. is where i have to be honest like see it's okay to make a mistake or not be lenient on one side i think that's the game you shouldn't ever be absolute in something and not to say i was absolute at that moment i think just really oh, i was thinking right. that i was, that was like right. man that ain't shit the fuck words man and then i was like man dude multiple that's where you were at, stuff. at that time yeah you know? yeah yeah exactly. you know and, and so it's cool. like yeah. i mean I, I it's worth to sit there and accept an apology because i don't think you have to accept for you being you at the at the moment mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. um but what i would say is like yeah it's 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 difficult because like you said we should never be a hundred on one thing because then you don't have an opportunity to grow. You don't have a topic to learn. You know what I'm saying? And so when you're that way, you, you, you shut yourself off. I just feel unfortunately where we're at right now. And actually I am proud that you said that because where we're at right now, I feel like people are forced to take hard stands because the problem of competitive nature right now is if you're not, 
agreeing with my side. Now I'm, if I'm, let me, let me just, if I'm saying Black Lives Matter and I give someone an ounce of a of belief like, okay, I can see that be a problem, then that shows a crack in your defense, right? And I know it sounds really stupid, but that's why some people hold, you know, stand so firm on their stuff because it's like, I rather not because I don't want to give these people firepower to break apart what we're doing. Even if, even if I might not think a hundred percent of this is real, yeah. I have to, because sometimes the other group won't concede either, mm-hmm. you know? So uh, I think that's where we're at and it's difficult. So I get it. You know, I get it sometimes. I get why you might've felt that way. Oh yeah. Sometimes you got to think that way on certain, on certain situations. Yeah. Like if you're in a war, you can't like you have to think a certain way to get through it. So sometimes your, your, your approach to things is going to have to be more black and white instead of levels of gray. Oh yeah. You know, very, 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 very nuanced. Uh, it's very nuanced. It's like you said, like it's all in the way that you think, at least in that regard. And it's not a hundred percent because there's a lot of, you know, physical, there's a lot of uh, spiritual, so a lot of different elements, but when it, when it comes to the mind, that's the kind of the, that's the interesting one because now yeah. it's, we're in a different age of information. You know, if, if I was, if we were our age now in, uh, you know, in like the nineties, right. Say that we were still rocking the, you know, 58 channels only, you know, type of yeah. situation. And then radio, that's all we would be relegated to. Um, I don't know, maybe things would be different or is this the natural process of life? And then we're just kind of, this is our turn at this part of the, the level. You know, whoever just cleared it was like, well, it's kind of like what I went through, but it's a little different. So I can't really give you tips. <laughs> and we're like, motherfucker, yeah. like, what the fuck are we supposed to be doing? Like, no, do I do I do this? Uh, what the hell? But there's also this kind of, you know, soul searching situation. And, you know, in recent events, are you having that right years, now? I've been having, having it for the last like, I don't know, like 20 years. <laughs> oh, well, last yeah. 15 I, 10 years like i'm like in that case yeah i've been, I've been doing that since man. third grade I, I think i told you about that situation right yeah come on man like like not real like remember seeing a cow's brain and all of a sudden like the like the brain was one part where i was like where's the cow at where's if it's binds here where's the spirit and all that stuff of how i connected it and then another part that tripped me out always tripped me out and i used to when I was a kid, I used to get really scared of this for some reason, was turning the mirror on itself and then infinitely going on. And I would I would look at it as like, when does it stop? And I and I and like I kind of like that part used to blow my mind. And I don't know how old I was when I was doing that, but I would look at it and then I would stop because I couldn't understand it. I couldn't understand how long it will go. I couldn't stand where, like, I couldn't understand, like, couldn't comprehend. Yeah, I couldn't comprehend the mm-hmm. ending, and mm-hmm. and even now, like, even now, I think it's more cool now. For a while, it just like freaked me out. Mm-hmm. You know, the unknown, right? <laughs> that unknown. Um, once again, I veered off on this topic. But no, that just <laughs> that. that no, that example just kind of made me think. I remember this one time. I think I might have been like in maybe. F- going into fifth grade or maybe no 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 maybe going into third or something i don't know when this happened but i just remember thinking one time like i had my eyes closed and i was laying down and i was like but if i keep on getting older like and i die it's just i don't ever wake up 
and this is like what it's like and i'm like what the fuck like i'm just nothing like what yo yeah i started thinking about that i was like oh i start. i think i, I might have cried or some shit in my mouth like man oh, we all want to do that uh, shit dude two, two years ago well after i had to open our surgery right and then and then like i had another surgery coming back on the stomach i remember like flying back from hawaii i started having one of the biggest anxiety attacks for myself right like i just i didn't freak out to other people but in my mind i was just like i'm freaking out right the kids crying behind me then i all of a sudden started to think of lack of control like you fought through all this stuff what if the plane crashes this is weird stuff right well going through that part and even kind of healing at my mom's house for other things actually actually this the surgery on my stomach that was one of those moments where i was just like i started to be afraid of falling asleep was this falling asleep or was this death because you know your 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 mind when you fall asleep your your conscious you have a consciousness to you because you're breathing and other stuff but you're it's it's like a time travel you know you wake up you might have to piss you know or sometimes you might remember the episode that was playing in your mind you know aka called dreams or sometimes you just fall asleep and you wake up and and during that time well healing i was like i was like i don't want to go to sleep you know <laughs> even though it probably ease my pain i was just like it, that was like the fear in there you know mm -hmm. so I, I i like kind of similar to that you know it was, but it was one of those things where it's just like you know so that's that's why actually as of late you know, I've been doing this for the last couple of years, but when I go to sleep, I usually for I'll probably say four times out of a week. I'm not going to sit there saying consistent with it. What I need to be better, I usually just say a prayer and say I'm thankful for the day, and then I wake up and I'm like thankful for waking up. You know? Yeah. Yeah, I used to uh, do that morning journal shit, uh, and just do that whole like, what am I thankful for? Uh, I do it from time to time, not as religious as I once did it, but it, it just kind of get a little bit of that, you know, clarity. And there's that, you know, I think the story you shared, and thank you, by the way, that's, that's, uh, that's very, uh, that's very open of you to share that. That's, uh, you know, very personal thoughts. So thank you. Um, but for like to, like those thoughts, you know, and those, uh, they just kind of creep up on you and trying to sort those things out. And it's just, oh, it's, and, and, and because it was at an older age, it's a little more realized, you know, where you do have this idea and you've lived, you know, uh, a portion of life. You've had experienced stuff now. So it's a little different thinking. Whereas where I was, I was like, I was just, this is barely scratching the side. I'm barely coming into consciousness, maybe. Like, I don't know for sure, but with yeah. the, your situation specifically, you're like, yeah, this is, this is recent history. Like that's, it was a fear to suck. I was like, I could, I could understand that. But, because but even we, like backing we do it up so casually, you know what I'm saying? But even backing up, my dad died young. Mm -hmm. Yeah. My aunt died. Like the first person I remember dying in my family was my aunt, which was two years prior to, uh, before my dad. Right. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you're, you're there and then, you know, I'm seeing the person I thought was the strongest person I knew or whatever he's breaking down and he and in that two years that they had 
prior, you know, separated from the, the, the deaths that they had, right? There's a lot of things that stick with me today from that, you know. Um, let me just gather myself real quick. My dad would always tell me, never go to sleep mad at someone. You never know when you're going to see him again, you know. And that stuck with me for a very long time. A lot of it, too, is where I think because of that thinking and because I knew that at a young age, right, or I, I learned that at a young age, is why, like the previous conversation we said, I had too many friends, right? I, I appreciated way too many people because I knew we, we don't know when it's the next time we're going to see someone. Is that a good or bad? It was bad because I didn't have good boundaries. It was bad because when I when I cared for someone, I overcared because it's like, why are we, you know, we, we talk about relationships a lot, but it's like, why are we really playing these games? Who fucking made these games? Who made these rules? Why? Is this a, is this a, a rule that's made throughout all of the world or is this a rule that we've created in the United States? Are you fucking serious, right? And even within a rule, it falls on itself. Be yourself. I am being myself. I'm sensitive. No, you can't do that. Then I'm not being myself. You know, <laughs> like it's kind of a mindfuck. But when you when you, when you lose someone, you lose family. You, you you know that any day can go. Be thankful, and you and you want to open your heart to someone, which is the hardest one of the hardest things to do to be vulnerable. Because the moment you 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 know, like I said, I'm in IT. Your vulnerability is a is a is a weak spot where a, a, a outside source can attack, right? So the moment you're vulnerable to someone, you give up a part of yourself, and you are at the will to hurt you, right? So you do all that, and you try to say, "Hey, I love you," or "I care about you." But we don't know when we'll see a day because life is fleeting, and people won't understand that. It sucks, man. It sucks, it's painful, and and I did it too much, but I didn't set a good boundary because not everybody deserves that either. I, identifying that young, you know? I know I'm rambling right now, but it's just like, I'm in my, my mindset where it's just like, I learned that so young about life and death and, and those things that you said you had consciousness later, I, I just dealt with, certain shit early that now my friends are dealing with, right? But that, that, the funny thing is, there's people who've dealt with that shit way before me and had to deal with even harder shit. And they're more advanced in life, right? On certain parts in life of, of gratitude. Yeah. You're, you're, you're more advanced than me in, in dating. You're more advanced than me in cooking, you know? So that we balance each other out though. We just do we just do different things, man. That's that's what's unique. That's what I think I'm starting to realize. It's like a it's a mind fuck, like you said. Like uh, it was funny when you were saying that uh, it was like that contradictory thing. You know what I'm saying? Where you're like, yeah, yeah it's like this, but then what the fuck? It reminded yeah. me. I heard this thing today. I don't know who said it, but they're talking about like, yeah, when you're like in a basketball game or so, or like you could imagine for these sports athletes, right there, they're like, hey, don't listen to the media, man. Don't listen to outside noise. And then in the locker room. 
man, this is whiteboard material right here. This will pump you up. You're like, but that's the, that's the shit you don't want us to listen to. <laughs> like, what's going on yeah, here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm motivated. You know what they said about you? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I don't forget where somebody said that. I, I should send credit. But anyways, it just made me think of that as you were saying that. Um, but yeah, death is uh, death is one of those things that, you know, it's never talked about. You don't ever learn it. You know what I'm saying? It's just something that is shown to you through at least what I come to understand is through media now. That's the only way we learn about it. So, and then whoever all the smart people were actually reading those books about, you know, uh, whether it's religious text or um, medical books or whoever's you yeah. know, dream dream readers. There's a lot of that, um, and I don't know what's right. You know, I think everybody you don't know. You know has it there. Yeah, exactly. Um, it is fascinating, and I think it's definitely a bigger conversation. I think that's actually a very interesting topic that never really gets brought well, up because it's so fucking uncomfortable. You know what I'm saying? For people, it's like, no, yeah, it, it, it is. It's, it's, it's like, you know, it's like, cause, cause they say that, that public speaking is the second greatest fear next to death. Right. Or whatever oh, uh, people say, right. Like, but one of the things uh, I was saying, uh, a mutual friend of ours, MJ, right. This statement that he said to me was one of the best. Right. And it can go into a different, a lot of different paths. But he said, once you realize that you're dead longer than you are alive, you would live life differently. Because <laughs> mm. mm. really, like, it's, it's a weird concept. It's like, it's like a dust statement. But when you really think about it, it's like, damn, you're right. Like, 70 years is really not that long when you compare it to a million years. You'll be dead longer than you are alive. We're still talking about George Washington. You know, and he's been dead for a very long time. Man, I'm the dude, this consciousness stuff and the spirituality stuff, I'm not really versed in it, and I'm still trying to really weed it out and understand it. But at least of what I'm starting to form is what I think it is in trying to look over back at religious text in, in, co in coincidence with like history um, and this kind of personal experience. It's, ah, man. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? It's just the the world of wonder just keeps on opening. You know what I'm saying? As I keep on digging deeper, it just it goes into some other spiral of theor theory and philosophy. And, and and the way I approach it is man, everybody has this shit, whether it's, you know, fully materialized or realized. I mean, I don't think it ever does, but it's this weird journey that I think people partake in. Now, how they express that is the more fascinating part, you know, where you have, you know, music, for instance, um, you know what I'm saying? That's, that's one of those weird outlets that people use to, you know, kind of, you know, for lack of a better word, live, you know what I'm saying? Like there, I live through my music. This is my full expression, you know, where all that creative shit comes from is all that, that shit that's mustered in there, that energy, that, that creative force, whatever it is, that shit to just uh, express, you know, in its simplest form, you're kind of like, that's the beauty right there. Uh, now, how it's recognized, it's, that's why we, you know, kind of talk about culture because that's the thing. It's like, okay, how do we know how to behave? Well, there's something clearly like what you talked about earlier. Like, man, what are the rules? Who the fuck? Is it just us? Is it everybody in the world? Dude, those questions I have asked forever. I was like, especially like when I learned about religion, I was like, oh, man, this, this ain't. The way they sell it versus the people, I was like, this ain't right. There's something wrong. And then, oh, there's Muslim people, and then there's Christian. Do they? What do they think? You know, oh, Buddhists. What do they? And you realize, you're like, okay, so there's clearly some rules to this game. Now, which ones is 
everybody following versus just us versus just us and then so on and so forth and you kind of like wait what, what the fuck are we really doing here yeah you know? like it, <laughs> I, I think i think when we were in the eighth grade there was a a semi-humanities class that we took right and it was talking about religion and it talked about the quran right and then i started reading about the quran and then it was talking about like how i think you had the Prophet Muhammad, I believe, right? And you start to read into that, and then you start to read into, well, even like when you, um, Mormon, right? Like Mormon were kind of established in the United States in a way. Um, and I'll stop with that. But when I was reading the about like Muhammad or whatever, there was a part where I, I came to realization. I was like, well, there's there's an entity that most people believe but what happened was there's a difference in how you approach it, right? There's a part of me that I feel like the same thing that the, the same energy as Buddha's talking about is the same energy that Christians, Christians are talking about. It's the same energy that Muslims are talking about. It's the same energy that, that you know, well, I need to look more into Jewish, but what the Jewish people are talking about, right? You know, because Christianity is a derivative of Jewish, uh, of Judaism, right? And so, you know, and that's another part too, where I started to realize like, wait, so Christianity is a spinoff of Judaism or not just a spinoff, but like the, the Christ that we, the being that we, we cherish, right? As in Jesus Christ was Jewish. And then you don't like Jewish people. Well, this is where the person came from. So by not looking Jewish people, then you don't like essentially Jew, uh, Christ, uh, Jesus. That's how I started to look at it. So these were things where I started to break off and then I started to look at things like, hey, there, I believe there's one entity that is to be the truth, but how we went about it, when it turned into that game that we used to play as a kid called telephone, where I tell you one thing and by the time it's done, the, the whole thing was different than what I originally said. And that's what I believe of religion. It's just about how you, there's something there, there's something that wants to be loved, wants to be cherished as an energy or whatever. It's about how you want to go about it let's not hate everyone else on how they do. And honestly, most of the time, I'm not gonna lie, there's a lot of times where I looked at the Muslim religion and I was just like, I feel like what their direction and the level of guidance is what I lean more towards, you know? Like certain things are being like, nope, nope, don't do that. I rather, sometimes I'd rather be a person that is to put under control and have complete freedom because I don't know what to do. You know? See, that's, that's the, that's the juicy shit right there. That is trying to figure out, are we the donkey or are we the carrot? You know what I'm saying? Are we leading the charge or are we following some shit? Like, are we mm -hmm. in control or are we not? And that's the eight. I don't know what the fuck's going on. Because like you said, with the religion thing, that's, it's like if they're all saying the same thing, why are they different? And then, like you said, it just depends on how you interpret them, the individual. So then what is comprised of the individual just experiences? Okay, cool. If it's singular, then it's just that particular person. But then you hear that notion, man, he's an old soul, man. You have an old soul. Like, what does that mean? Am I yeah. a reincarnation or am I just some dude that's been whatever my vehicle is, whatever like my spacesuit is, like whatever the skin, whatever's behind my eyes, that's the little... Right, here, here we go. Like, whoa, here we go, man. I'm back. Question. <laughs> Question. This is going to sound really crazy. Have you ever uh, felt like you've been here before? Yes. 
I, 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 I did like, I don't know, like when I, when I was a kid, I, I, there was a part of me that felt like I've been here before. Mm. It felt like you something know? I'm just used to, you know? Now, now, as I gotten older, not so much, you know, maybe it's the, this new conscious, I'm, I, let's play devil's, maybe it's this new consciousness taking over, but I do remember when I was younger, I felt like, I felt like I've been here before, or there's, I felt like that something's been here before, right? Who knows? But right now, this memory, this consciousness knows what's going on. It's talking about it. You know, I think we're trying to get back to Marcus. I think we're trying to get back to that. I think that's the the game. Uh, Get back to a consciousness familiar. Because like you said, it's like, yeah, it's like you feel separated from it. And I'm thinking it is due to this technology boom. You know what I'm saying? Um, But now... The question is, are we able, are we going to be able to harness this shit and use it to our advantage versus it controlling us? And then are we in charge of that or is this inevitable? Because you see two different versions of the movie, you know what I'm saying? Which one are we, you know, at least in the way that if you follow the idea of everything they're showing to us is going to happen type thing, then that's our two options. If you're not in that world, then it's one of those things like, what the fuck are we doing? Why are we here? And then trying to figure that out. You know what I'm saying? If you're asking those questions, but what you realize in that whole, you know, the shit we always be talking about, or I be bringing up like sheeple and shit like that. You're like, dude, I don't fuck. I'm I'm a sheep as much as everybody else. Like I have, I'm just a, I'm the dumbest one. I'm the one walking in circles in the back. Like, oh, I think I'm walking. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I'm or like, cockeyed oh, or whatever. Yeah. I'm getting there. I don't know, man. You know what I'm saying? Like my, my shit's all, you know, like fucking hella nappy and just like mm-hmm. that foot don't even wash. I'm like, man, I'm trying to, man. I don't, I'm just, I, I don't know. Sorry. Where are we going? Sorry, that- <laughs> now, now because you say that, right? I veered off into a whole other idea, which we're gonna jump back to. It's like oh, it's all good. It's so fun. It's so funny how we make it a big deal that there's nappy sheep or whatever. And I think to myself, was like, is that their natural state though? Like, what would happen before humans came around and started cutting it? Like, why are we like? There's these things where it's like this is disgusting. It was like, uh, what were they supposed to do beforehand? You know when you see those ones that are hella big and whatever. Yes. It's like yes. there's parts where it's like, does it naturally? before we started shaving it did they naturally just shed off what like Dude, these were natural things saying. but now we turned it into like now granted i'm not mad at it, like how we get haircuts or how we put on makeup i'm just saying we there's a natural state and then now, now what we're doing to everything is turn it into natural when it's not really natural how we look you know no. like who's the person who found out like how to i mean i know you could probably look it up but like like back in the day like how do you spit game at women when your breath was fucking funky? They didn't have to- toothpaste in the see, 1700s. But see, this is what I'm thinking. See, where I, I understand. See, that to that is what the official is, right? The crazy person thinks 1700, I think we was living like way advanced. There's no, because think about it. Like like you said, how, okay, how, how was you getting pussy in the 1700s, right? You got stinky breath. How, how was you? Uh, what like no way dude that's that consciousness to be able to be that's like learning how to fish like what we talk about in our evolution things with even the fish that but but imagine learning to fish how many motherfuckers died of starvation before caught one yeah i gotta pass this down to my kids yeah. <laughs> right like yeah before i still learn right. hurry up learn learn oh, learn 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 just, just yeah just think about how many things were probably found before so like 
or somebody died right when they're finding something, you know, uh, not breathtaking, sorry, breakthrough, like on some type of medical, right? But it's funny, you say, it's, it's so funny you say that because like, obviously we're thinking of now what it was then. I can only imagine what people are gonna say a hundred years later of what we were thinking now. Like, how did they live like that, right? Like how kids act, right? Right now it's like, how did you live without this, without GPS? Like, think of, you know, we didn't have GPS. You had to, when we when we were growing up, right? We had to print out MapQuest or something like that, right? Mm-hmm. Now, when our parents were growing up, they had to look at a physical map and hopefully figure out what it did. Now, before then, right, they had to use the constellations and hopefully not get caught by slave owners. <laughs> you know? But See, I'm, I'm only saying that because we, we're saying that now, right, when, when like, when you're going through a certain thing at the moment, it's just what it is. It's normal, you know? Like, now, now like, one of the major things that are going on on, on YouTube is, you know, and hopefully we get sponsored by them, is Manscape, right? <laughs> Manscape is now like the the major thing that people are talking about, right? And that's the evolution of the that part area, the the nether regions, right? And they're bringing that up more often. In the seventies, sixties, or whatever, no one was doing that stuff. Men had chest hair, like what? But that's what I'm saying. Now, See what what is what is so what is media? Like what was media back then? It was a theater. You know what I'm saying? Like. Were they, was it plays? Was that media? Because media is something different, you know? I would say media is books back then when you would have people that have, like, scrolls, right? I'm assuming yeah. go read the scrolls about the people before you. That's all what it was, right? You're like, oh, let me see. Or the, the big-ass books with the little chain on it that are, you know, like, read this. Oh, it's in a language I don't understand. It's like, yo, what the – I've that's the story. So you're thinking in your head, okay, let's just pretend world, right? All the mythical yeah. shit that we believe is like myth and fairy tale shit, let's just imagine that shit's real. That makes yeah. a lot more sense than the shit they tell us, in my opinion. That's just me. Like yeah. dragons and shit, ligers, fucking griffins, uh, giants, uh, all that shit. I'm, I'm more now at this point, at least crazy me, I'm like, yeah, that's way more believable than telling me – yeah, there's this dinosaur about a million years ago. I don't know what the fuck's going on. And then about maybe there's this guy that, you know, slowly evolves to standing up. And then we got Egypt. Yeah, no, I'm not buying that. Now show. we got only <laughs> fans are sorry. Cause when you're yeah. saying all that, like, like when you're saying all that, like I have a, such a jacked up imagination. I'm just like imagining that there's one dude's opening the scroll at night. And somebody do, drew a stick figure of like titties and boobs and try to like that was their Playboy like yeah. <laughs> and then they looking at thinking with like on the scroll you know or or just like just yeah. that silly dumb stuff like yeah just looking at it, like and then and then it's like it's like a fake Playboy but then you look at it and it's just like a stick figure a of stick boobs figure or whatever yeah with boobs yeah and oh, and the dudes really turn on like. You know what I'm curious about how that like that's a very interesting topic right there like how that particular thing came to be as of now because we saw an evolution with it during our era just from you know analog to digital you know that was our witnessing of you know like adult entertainment switching from an analog idea you know videotapes the dvds you know uh some programming on channels but it really wasn't a thing to oh no that's just oh that's everywhere like that's that's just in the air all the time well, that was part of my whole like going down a bad black hole pause, right? It was uh, was like 
you were talking about even about shows, right? Like how they used to go down to shows or whatever. Like people used to go to movie theaters, particular set of movie theaters to watch porn. What what era was that? 60s? 50s, I, I don't I I just remember I just remember uh, hearing about I wanted to say that they had that before, which was a weird thing, right? Which is like it actually they kind of showcased it a little bit on on uh what was that movie? Uh, Departed. Remember? Yes. Right? There that was filmed like in the 90s. <laughs> or right? they made it seem like that was filmed in the 90s. So up until yeah, the well, 90s, wherever, that was normal. <laughs> wherever it was, it was like an it was kind of normal because I I I always remember like the story of Pee Herman masturbating in a movie, right? In a movie theater. And I was like, what is he doing? He, there's like he touched himself in a movie theater. They're like, he's gross. Blah blah. But there was no major context. It was like, oh, that was the it was a supposedly a, a smutty movie theater place, right? And so I was like, okay. But like I, I laughed because as I went down that 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 rabbit hole, right? I was like, okay, now, right? Not a lot of friends really watch porn together. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's not something I want to be like, hey, what's up, dog? Yeah, I'm just sitting here to watch it. It's not a group activity, oh, right? No. <laughs> right? It's not a group activity. Hell no. So, right? But it was just like, so at that point, sometimes people were were like, hey, I'm going to go to the movie theater. There's going to be some other dude there in the movie theater. We may be like goggling over this smut, right? <laughs> and I thought that was kind of weird. Granted, we still go to strip clubs with a bunch of people. I mean, back then, I think it's, you know, that analog idea. Okay, the only way you're able to see some fucking X-rated shit is either you're in film and able to acquire them or you go to a fucking theater that everybody knows, whether it's publicly stated or not, that, hey, you go there with a trench coat and a hat, you sink down a little bit, and you bust nuts. We all understand this. We ain't going to say nothing. We all know. Like Marcus, I know that's you. You got you got the fly knits on. They're colorful. Well, see, that's hide. the thing. There was it was almost like you know, for uh, lack of a better example, but you know, the full basketball in it was you know you can't break the code. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. it was a code. Yeah, it was I a mean. code. You just make or eye you contact. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. It, <laughs> I, was, I was literally asked that like about <laughs> men's bathrooms, like. It's like, so do guys talk in the bathroom? I'm like, no, we don't talk in the bathroom. We don't converse in the oh, bathroom. Oh, like, why you want to? Like, why? Like, why you want to open your mouth? <laughs> like, the, all the shit that's yeah, going on uh, in that air. Like, uh, you tripping? I was. I told my friend because she was asking. She was like, "Do you guys know?" And I was like, "We don't even eat hot dogs in front of other men." Oh man, uh, there's <laughs> shit particles <laughs> in the air. You know what I'm saying? You know how many yeah, motherfuckers man. farting in there and shit? Yeah. Like, and just Sharp piss ricocheting off yeah. the fucking journals and yeah. shit in there. That shit is a, like a, a like you got story. all these journals you want to sit next to stand next to me and then talk get an hell out of my way. I'm oh, holding man. my like I don't want to talk to anybody while holding my dick. Man, the most uncomfortable is uh stadium bathrooms or yeah, yeah. Off yeah, a long Oakland ass Coliseum. flight. No, Oakland Coliseum <laughs> is the worst. Oh, uh, that's yeah, I knew that that is the worst because the like, trough. it's a trough. It's a, a trough, man. Because somebody asked rough. me about that, I said, "What do you do with trucks?" Oh. I said, "I look. I, I find a spot on the wall, and I look directly at it. <laughs> <laughs> I find a spot at the wall. I, I'm not. You know what I'm saying? Yo, it I'm makes sorry. me think sometimes. I, I it's like went yeah, off that of, shit is that shit is just insane. Like, just the simple <laughs> invention of the fucking you know toilet, right? Like, 
to my knowledge, it went from a hole in the ground to what do we have now? A fucking a system of water. Yeah. I don't buy that shit for a second. I think that it almost seems like, and call me crazy, but there may have been a time where we didn't really need to eat much. You probably just you feel full off of like, you know, shit that just grew naturally, like some oranges and shit, some apples, some some milk. You know what I'm saying? Like we probably survive yeah. off of shit like that. You know, especially when we were talking about, you know, uh, Muslim faith and uh, the Quran and stuff like that. And, you know, uh, Ramadan, and you know that uh, that that practice through you know those that time to eat you know at night. Um, mm-hmm. just to kind of be able to survive, you know, you would think like, wow, that's impossible. And you got dudes that are, you know, training in basketball and MMA and, you know, all of the sports of that faith that are doing that while, you know, seasons going on type shit. You're like, yeah, what are humans really capable of? And that's why I think about, you know, the idea of like, oh. man, okay. Was there a time where we really didn't need to use the bathroom? <laughs> like just because of the way that we lived or something, there must've been something else going on. Cause the the complexity of a plumbing system yeah, being built so quick like that is baffling to me like yeah. i don't know shit about it but i'm like that is a technology that is should we should be remembered everybody should be learning about this in the case that you know this shit fucks up we know how to do this shit because oh, yeah. without this shit we are all dead well, well a couple of things i wanted to speak of but there was a time it was called junior high remember how we ate bad and can play and sometimes we didn't eat that much you can still play basketball oh, man. Like how how did we how do we have the energy to even do that? A hot dog, because I think we were out in the sun, which the sun is very healthy for you, but whatever they put in the air is fucking us up. So that's what I think. Second, uh, we were fucking running all the time, and we were just shooting balls, staying hella active, and then we would rest under the shade, talk some shit, laugh, you know, relax, and then get back in the you know get back shooting again. Like that's just all we would do all day: go home, play some video games, and start that shit back up, and. But you know what I'm saying? Like, what the fuck happened? <laughs> like, why did, but see, I think it's a culture. Well, yeah. Well, it's a mixture of culture slash us getting, once you, this is, this is going to sound the crazy part of me. Once we left the, the structure of high school and a, a structured system is when sometimes we lose structure. You know what I'm saying? And when you have that time where you're like, hey, you can do whatever. Now we're not doing the active stuff. Now we're not doing these things. Now we're, we may not even have guidance, you know? And I'm not saying everyone, but there's a lot of people, that's why they've joined the military or they do other things you have to have, or become, well, I was gonna say law enforcement, but then they're the ones kind of enforcing and making their own rules, but that's a different story, right? Um, but all these character roles that, are predetermined already. They give us a character role. Like, you know, when we take that test in high school, well, what are you gonna be? What do you profile? You just gotta answer the questions that it projects for you what you're gonna be, your profession. Dude, that's like I trying hate, to pick I your character. Stuff. Yeah, because it's like I, I was you gotta be stuff. kidding me. That is some bullshit. But that's the crazy shit they try to do, right? Because they're thinking in your head, like we're basically trying to give you, we're trying to just make you a prototype at this point. Like I saw a, a saying from uh, I forgot some Rockefeller. That that's the person who came up with the education system, and his whole notion was like, "Yo, man, I'm really not trying to, I'm not trying to, you know, have people think. I'm just trying to create like some workers." You know, that was the whole philosophy behind the idea. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, that's millions too. Makes sense to me. You know, how else do you indoctrinate? You know, that I think what happened was this shit got carried away because then media took over TV because now they're showing us people that are of age after high school that these are what these people are doing. Everybody's watching the show. You got to watch it. It's hilarious. Yeah. Dude, it's so serious. 
Come on, man. C- yeah, SVU, CSU, SVU, whatever that crime shit. Uh, fucking uh, all those TV programs that have been running forever. Just make better like, criminals. Yeah. Just make better criminals. Because now I'm like, what? I ain't doing that. Come on, man. Well, that gives you the bad and good. You know, medical people, they give you a fear. Like, dude, ER or some version of a hospital trauma series has always been around. You know what I'm saying? It's like they're just hammering that shit into our head. Like, hey, man, this is. I mean, I mean, in the first place, my my friend, my friend, uh, you know, a coworker, I was talking to him and I was talking about like I had COVID. And then he, you know, talk about fear, right? He's like, oh, yeah, COVID. Oh, yeah, man. Reports now are saying that it may even cause your brain to shrink and brain damage and stuff. It was like, and all I said was like, thanks. It was one of these things. I'm not sitting there saying it is or not true or whatever. It's just one of these things. Is like, there's always these maze, right? You're, you get COVID, your your dick may fall off or whatever. You know, it. The question is, what is the likelihood of that? You know, and it's and it's not even. I'm not even going to get into the whole COVID thing. It's just the after effect of things that people don't know. And I get it. We don't know. It's just everything's a may. And it kind of, depending on who you are, it can cause more fear for some people, you know? I mean, think about how, like, think about, like, the commercials you hear about um, pills or whatever, you know? And how they quickly go through everything saying this may cause blah, 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 blah. They say it really quick, mm-hmm. so you, they have to tell you, but they, but most people, it's going too fast where people are not listening. And you got you a know? fucking old-ass person smiling on the TV, you know, playing Frisbee yeah. shit with their dog, you know what I'm saying? You ain't paying attention to what they're saying. And uh, my di- diarrhea, eyes bleeding. That is not- they say it so fast. You're like, eh. So they're kind of not live. It's like the vampire theory, right? It's like, uh, how do you, how does a vampire get in the house? You let him in. You have to invite him, right? Yeah, you so will. Yeah, yeah, that's the, right. yeah, the sorry, admission, but... the admission of, you know, hey, just in case, this is what happened to you. This and that, this and that, this and that. Okay, we said it. So it's on you. If you take it, that's not our fault. That's them yeah. saying that. It's like they're just trying to, you know, clear the conscious consciousness or the the yeah you know what i'm saying like oh i'm not that's a great you know I, I, that was a great analogy i'm not gonna lie that was a great analogy Dude, I'm like, i never you, thought about it that i way. heard this Maybe. rant about vampires and it made the most sense because in our era of growing up and a little bit before us vampires were the rage but the theory is so insane hey this is a, a dark being who is so evil but he's fucking he, through the time through the years he's handsome oh he loves to drink the blood of the young and he's forever that isn't that and to the point where you know this last iteration was fucking motherfuckers in love with drag like they pop stars and shit like oh yeah you know i want to be with dracula like what the fuck happened like this fool used to be an evil motherfucker and now this fool's like a superhero like what the fuck are we doing it yeah. makes no sense bro but go ahead continue on no, no, no. I was, I mean, that's, that's about it. It was just, it just, <laughs> I did. That it was great though. Honestly, now that I think about it, that was great. It ain't because mine. I, never I probably heard this shit I never thought, before. Yeah. No, that's, but it's a great analogy. On it. It's just, uh, you know, it is realizing that sometimes it's, it's, it's like the Trojan horse statement, you know, you, you let, you let sometimes the enemy in by opening the doors. Uh-huh. But see, as people, to your point, and we kind of go back and forth with that, like, yo, man, sometimes I just need some order. I need some some guidance. And that's something, you know, at least from my standpoint and what I think is, yeah, it's constant. Now, at what point do you need guidance versus you're guiding yourself versus you're guiding someone else? Are those in stages? And, you know, at what point do you, when can you recognize it? And that's kind of one of those things of, you know, trying to be conscious, trying to be, 
present, as they say, trying to be in the 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 life trying to live. You know that saying of you know everybody dies, but not every everybody doesn't live. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that I've heard that is, Ooh, that is a you know those little things, those little reminders. You know, cliches as at the same say, time. You know, there are cliches, and at the same time, it's it, it's uh, also depending on what people think living is, right? I mean, according to social media, you have to be on vacation all the time or you have to like be in Tel Aviv or I forgot the other place where a lot of women take it's a picture where they take the swing and they're all whatever. It's overseas somewhere, right? You know, I mean, that's that's living for them, right? Because uh, in fairness, like some people are quite happy playing video games at home. Some people are quite happy going home and getting on an online guild, you know? Some people just like, you know, being homeless and shit. Like, they cool with it. And you got to be cool with it. So, yeah. Yeah, some people do, right? You just got to be cool with it. Like, I don't know why or how. That's why it's like seeing it, like just only bringing it up because that's a very local thing you know what i'm saying that's yeah it's something that resonates because i see it every day and it's only gotten worse and you know my first run in with it was moving to san francisco at a young age but like how do we look at something like that you know in 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 relation to what we were talking about so it's not so out of the blue it's just trying to understand like you know and i can't speak for homeless people clearly it's just seeing them kind of like everybody has their story it's nuanced it's there could yeah. be some there's just it's a situation now how we deal with it yeah it's like how we deal with it i don't think it's a it's a we versus us i think it's just more or less like okay what's the conversation that's being had how much more money we need to help them because everybody else is hey i got no time to be helping people like that i got shit to do but whatever i need to pay to you know get that shit on my site i'll pay it through taxes i'm cool with it you know what i'm saying that's what we're doing like (laughs) so so, yeah yeah so it's it's the word part is like there's like right People don't want to do anything to give the people money to help, right? Because we don't know, right? And sometimes, depending on the, your outlook, you do things. If you gave them money, it's not your decision on what they do with it. You gave it to them at a whatever, right? Mm-hmm. So people don't want to give them money, but they want to give taxes and try to figure out things to do to fix the homelessness, which is very noble, right? But at the same time, then it's like, but does that also drive more homelessness? Hey, look. You ain't got to do nothing in your life. Whoa, man. Get, get the hell off the street. I mean, there, there needs to be an answer. And I'm, I'm just playing the, the devil's advocate on this. Oh, like, for sure. There needs, to be an answer. there needs to be an answer to fix it, right? Mm. But it's just like, okay, guess what? You ain't got to do, you don't have to be a productive member of society or anything like that. We'll just house you, you know? I, I remember I remember when I was in the Navy, this Marine, and this is one of the smartest guys because when, when, Sometimes you have to you have to look at people who say the silliest stuff might be the smartest people, right? He said he said if I'm gonna be homeless, I'm gonna be homeless in Hawaii. And I said why? He, he looked at us like, look, mm-hmm. you're in paradise. Mm-hmm. You can just sleep on a beach. You're whatever. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Why? If I if at least I'm gonna be homeless, I'm gonna be homeless in the nice area. Exactly. The, I <laughs> mean, they're surviving, thriving. Actually, you know what I'm saying? Um, so that's why it's like, I don't, it's, it's a weird conversation. I just don't know what the answer is. Cause I think it's more, it's more in the idea. It's more in the culturally, how we see it and how the disparity is so huge where, for instance, like you go to a different country, right? You know, third world countries, as they say. So is that like, 
everybody's homeless, but yet everybody has a home and just, you know, like those, like a, like a Cuba situation, right? Like nobody's homeless, but the standard of living is poor. You know what I'm saying? At least there's one choice. You only get one type of soda. You only get one type of snack. Cause you know, it's all kind of, you know, more or less. Yeah. And I wonder, and I yeah. want to, I wonder what the, I mean, I have to do the research, but I wonder what the depression level is in the people in these places. Cause I, I always, I, I always equate to depression has to also deal with society being like what is the pressures on society right example japan had a high suicide rate right because they had long working hours long a lot of stress right and i and i and i'm not actually pulling this out of my ass right now but i just remember I, that's what i thought because i i wonder like when you go to these third world countries or whatever rural places because i don't think there's any other third world that we actually know i mean is you know is it because we're the third rock from the sun anyway right they say they say that third world countries, right? And what do you mean by that? But then also, when you go to the place, let's ask them where they're at mentally and where they're at with their health, as far as phys- you know, mental health. Mm-hmm. Are they depressed? Are they worried about all this other shit? You know, anytime I talk to someone who comes from a different country that had less, it's usually like, oh, this means nothing. Mm-hmm. You guys worry about all these things, but you got a roof on your head. Mm-hmm. You got food. Mm-hmm. What are you worried about? You're breathing air. Mm-hmm. And yet we're like, I ain't got like five likes on my motherfucking Instagram. Oh, see, they fucking with the I gotta mind, inject, man. I gotta I gotta inject these these silicone whatever mm-hmm. to get my, my boobs to be double D's. Mm-hmm. 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 It it just <laughs> you take a step back, none of that shit really matters. What matters is Right to me, at least food, housing, and the people you love. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I know. How I, do you I, 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 noise, man. Yeah. yeah, I know. I know. I went down a, a, another rabbit hole again, but that's it's just it's 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 weird, you know. And then, like you said, like the homeless people. Well, some of it I think has to do with drugs, but when you talk about homelessness, right? The other day I was looking up poverty level right and trying to figure out well what's the what's the most what states have the highest poverty right what's the poverty line now now right according to the websites more more likely than not more red states have the higher poverty or higher on the list right so more states that seem to be uh conservative okay so so then I'm so then I started to think about well but then California has a lot of homelessness. Okay, then I started to think about so how do they figure out what poverty is? Because obviously, if there's a high homelessness amount, are, are these people working? Are they not working? Is homelessness that bad? And does it affect the poverty line that as bad in, in California? And then the other part is, so in the more conservative states, these people who are in poverty have a home, have a place to live, but it's so far shitty conditions according to the standard. You know, they probably can't even fix their plumbing. You know? It's just trying to decipher the information, what's correct. Like, how do you, you know, how do you not, how do you not, like, 
taking a percentage of homeless people. You're telling me that all homeless are people they even jobs? counted? Are they even counted? Are they even counted? Like population? You know, you, know you, what I'm you said this a while ago. You said this a while ago, right? And it was a good statement. You said this a couple podcasts ago, or maybe you just off. You said you said to me, "Well, what about homeless people? Do they get COVID? What happens to them?" They thrive. I'll tell you what, they though. Doubled I'll tell you what. <laughs> they, uh, they doubled. They doubled. They're like they're like tech companies during COVID. They doubled. Man, they're like, that's what? what I'm saying. They, I ain't got. I, I should have put I'm my money on homeless people. <laughs> I, I, I'm, yeah, I know, right? You, you're like you're like cryptocurrency stock or homeless uh, people. Yo, man. if you if you invest in a homeless people, man, you'd be a billionaire right now. To the moon, bro. To the, to the moon. moon. It's man, like moon oh, Lambo, man. So, so far, so far, like. From my experience right now, it's like homeless people have either went to California or Oregon and Portland mainly, you know? Because mm. Port- Portland literally like I'm dry on the free, they're like just chilling on the freeway. Like But it makes you think, okay, think about it this way. Let's but it was it. fun. It looks like it, it looks like urban camping. Come on, but it looked like Coachella. It looked like Coachella just Coachella. in the city. <laughs> well, it is Portland because they're all man. like how many north face jackets did you see how many you know what i'm saying those hiking jackets were out there all the tents were on display it looked like uh it looked like one of them uh sports stores just kind of like oh this is some they must be filming a commercial or something like that like this is a display of all their camping gear <laughs> like what Man, you know what pop-up tents i'm like this is all the shit that people be buying like all no, it's time. a pop-up shop. It's a and they oh. disguise it. No, it's my it's my pop-up shop. Come on, man. So, it looked like, so, so, like a swap beat. It looked like a swap beat out Yeah, there. I'm selling urban, I'm selling urban camping equipment. But I mean, like, think about it this way, right? Let's 80-20 that shit, right? Let's just say 80% of us were like that, and 20% of people just lived in houses. Like, would we be fine? Like, it seems like it, because these fools is they thriving, they eating, they partying, they they just doing what humans do. They'll have a barbecue like I I see their aftermath in our parking lot where I, you know, conduct normal business. You know what I'm saying? And there's like couches. They got like a whole they had like, you know, and we have like, you know, some, you know, access to some footage, you know, some outlying things or we could just kind of piece together what happened the night before. It's like, geez, man, this is a rager. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And that's all <laughs> they're doing. It's almost L-I, like L-I. I don't know if that's the right thing, but. It's just, it's something to ask because you're kind of like, what is it about that in America? That's a thing in America. And, you know, we do budget a lot of uh, money for those programs. And it's, I, I don't know, I haven't seen the statistics, but I would only assume that these things are on the rise considering, you know, money is, you know, you can just print however much and we could just give it to everybody and everything's just going up in price. Uh, and they're not going to talk about it at all. <laughs> like just, hey, gas is six uh, fifteen today, and let's not talk. I don't, about even, it. I don't even look at the gas price. Well, don't worry about that. But anyways, uh, <laughs> that uh, minimum wage is going up. Uh, they're forcing companies to, you know, give retirement plans to everybody. It's starting to feel like we going down a path of uh, whatever well, you want to call it. A, a, well, it's, it's a lot I mean, of control. Case, yes, it's it's called it's in that case it would be considered most likely heading towards socialism in a way, right? Where everybody's getting things instead of working for it. Um, I mean, if socialism hasn't worked. In theory, when you read about it, it sounds like, duh, statement, right? But then it becomes a problem where, like, why should someone be rewarded to work hard while the other person is rewarded not to do the same and they get the same thing? That, that, like, I don't sounds know. Sounds like equality to me. Say. 
that Doctor Strange, Doctor Strange, right? That's what Wanda was like. That just doesn't sound fair. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't sound fair at all. That's equality, man. Is it? How's it equality? It's all equal. Everybody gets the same pay. Oh, equal in pay, not equal in effort, though. Isn't that what everybody's right? fighting for? No, no. I mean, I, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm not. I'm not against you on that. I'm not against oh, you. Oh yeah, that, right? yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, no, I'm not sitting there fighting like there's. Yeah. I, have, I, get what, I get what you're uh, saying though. I just threw that out there as a funny like, oh uh, yeah. No, it yeah, it, it is. I mean, like, because like every every a lot of things we have to look at. A lot of things that we argue. Sometimes we have to look at it and really look deeply because our argument can fall on itself. You know, like, okay, we say Black Lives Matter, right? Okay, Black Lives Matter. But please give more context to what you mean, right? Because people will use that and say, oh, Black Lives Matter. Then who cares about, you know, Chicago, Black on Black crime? And to me, I'm just like, that's bullshit. I just say it's bullshit because, like like I said multiple times, you're more likely to commit crimes within the same city where you live, right? And most likely, a certain subsection of people live closer to each other. You know, so you're more likely going to commit a crime if you're in a suburb in the suburbs or whatever, you know? That's just what it is. But but when you say that, you have to be, you have to be, like we said with the words earlier, you have to really define it because now you're saying that, but what do you mean? Please define it more. If you're saying Black Lives Matter, what do you mean? Oh, Black Lives Matter when it has to do with police brutality or whatever, please be vocal about that. Black Lives Matter, just like recently where there was a mass shooting at a grocery store and this guy did that, please define that right? Define these things because when you don't, right, and you do other things that contradict that, then that's where people get upset about it, you know? Be very, be very specific. Like, I always love what Dave Chappelle said on his recent uh, comedy thing where it was like, okay, so this is controversial, but my body, my choice, I'm, I'm, I'm all, you know, for choice. But one of the things he said is like, if a if a girl has the right to choose to abort, right? You know, and say the man wants us to keep it and the woman, it's her choice. Well, okay. Say the woman wants to keep it, but the man wants to abort it and I'm an NBA player. Hey, abort this. No, I want to keep it. Why should I pay $20,000 a month for a kid I didn't want? That's how they written the rules now. But he was, well, he was, yeah, what he was making a point was, was like, it's your, he's like, it's my money, my choice is what he was saying as a joke. He's like, my money, my choice, right? Like, shouldn't I have a choice on that? Mm-hmm. Like, you have a choice on your body, that's cool. Uh, you know, it, it, and it sounds really convoluted, but what, I, what I'm just trying to get at is like, there's certain things that are said, and then when you throw it back out to people, it falls and then they look silly, you know? Like, should there be equality? Cool there should be equality, right? As in, given the, the ability to get an opportunity at a job as long as you meet the standards of it, right? Mm-hmm. But when you start to make it easier for a certain set of group of people to get it, then the other group of people, that's not equality, you know? See, that's so strange how those things have, it's one word and then two different people bring a different thought process to it. And then that's what's being highly debated. It's so strange how that works. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I mean it, but it's like this. Oh, I didn't know. I think this is where it should be. Huh. 
huh, yeah. why are we, what is going on here? And then it leads me to think like, okay, is this what we should be doing? Or is this just purely American, California, you know, Northern, whatever. Is our goal to work as hard as possible? You know, because you brought up the Japanese thing. And I was like, that is fascinating. Hard, hard work, you know, like isolated lifestyle. You know what I'm saying? Like a separation from fellow man or whatever you want to, however you want to narrate that. Not to say that those mm-hmm. are the things I'm just trying to dramatize what that is. But clearly there is something going on. You know, you hear of you know people like oh they're not having a lot of kids or there's not a lot of them there i don't know what the fucking truth is but all i'm saying is if that's are we building our idea around that because can't we make the argument that you know china's kind of in similar form trying to do you know hard hours and you know they're in their quote-unquote industrial age or whatever people want to say it's like is this the way life should be because i don't think this is what we're supposed to be doing now, no. what's the alternative? I have no idea. You got know what I'm saying? Because the yeah. veil of truth of the world is in limbo right now. I think. I think that we're going through a, a very big transition for our, you know, generation because this is us becoming, you know, adults. This is the weird, awkward middle school shit that we have to go through. Like, yeah. I don't know what's happening. Like, there's no sense of it. And then however we regain, you know. Uh, group consciousness is when we'll start to move forward but right now it feels like it's just up in the air like a lot of this shit's new you know and And like like you had to correct yourself i'm gonna correct myself uh more recent because i remember hearing the japanese thing many years ago right well more recent uh they have i just try to google it i don't know if it's true or not i'm just gonna go off the just the website if it tends to be true okay uh there's 10 10 countries that I can't pronounce for the most part that have higher suicide rates. It's uh, Leo, Leosto, I don't know, Guyana, Eshtwana, South Korea, Kirbidi, I don't know how to say that, Micronesia, Lithuania, Shermany, I don't know how to, Russia and South Africa. Those have higher high suicide rates according to this website. Mm. But the point is what goes on with these places. You know, I remember hearing how Japanese was so high and there was like a lot of suicide rates when I was a kid, you know. Um I'm saying it's all information. Okay, wait a minute. This is world suicide <laughs> rate by country. Okay, below is the this is according to the Washington Post, if they deem to be true, because what did who bought them out? Uh I forgot what that shit I forgot. And what year was this based off of too? That's another thing we got to look up. That's what I'm saying, man. Yeah. Information is interesting yeah. like that. Now that in reflection, because it, it sets a narrative, does it have to be true? Oh, shit. At this point, people just want to hear some, some, some dramatic shit. I don't, they don't give a fuck fact or fiction at this point. They just want to hear a story. It's kind of crazy too. When you, when you can go on websites and you try to look up like, Oh, data is for 2005. So this is way out of date. Oh, so. But South, Korea, but South Korea is going up there now. And, and one of the bigger things I hear about South Korea is that they, they're one of the places with the higher um, plastic surgery. because I guess they do plastic surgery on their eyes. Mm-hmm. Make it more round. Why is that? What in their society is telling them that they need to get that done? Uh, probably the movies, the, the anime or whatever they watch, you know? Whatever like, the social you know, I mean, shit like, is, yeah. Whatever the programming but see, but see, tells you to do. <laughs> and see, and see, and see, see uh, okay, I'm, 
now we're going into something deeper, deeper, and we might have to hold this off for another conversation or another time. But this is what I was trying to say earlier, right? I'm not, you, you say that now for that country, right? But then when, when I look at African-Americans, Black people in America, I'm starting to see more depression. I'm starting to see more mental illness. Imagine being in a country for so long. Now, granted, you know, depending on what side you 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 subscribe to, but just imagine being in a country for so long and everywhere you look or feeling that everywhere you look, you are the enemy. You are the 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 scum of the society. Right? And then some of the people adapted. Some people tried to run completely away from it and not act that way. I'm just saying, like, you, you brought that up for Korea and society, but for some reason in America, people don't want to believe that in America. You know, again, people say we have choice. We have more choice than we had before, as far as our, our grandparents, at least my grandparents. But doesn't some of that residual of that kind of add up to the, the kids? I mean, like, there's a lot, like, as, as of late, I've been looking at things, I'm like, damn, you know what? Black people need to see therapy, get therapy. And therapy doesn't mean just going to church, you know? Because when you're, when you're, hey, I'm, I'm gonna speak from my end. This is gonna be kind of what When you feel that you do not belong for a very long time and always called out on being different are always called out for doing stuff that that gets to people for a long time who are not and i'm going to say this who are either not who are not established on a good foundation or didn't feel who didn't create the strength within themselves that gets to people for a very long time i see you contemplating What would be how would one go about fixing that? And this is a crazy question because it's definitely nuanced to each individual clearly. But if this is um if this is something that is prevalent, um I think it's how the mind has been wired to, you know, get you to that point. You know, how much of it is you, you know, pulling the levers versus some other thing. Because I'm of the thinking of what TV was at its inception and how it was, you know, sold to us in its plainest form is, you know, TV programming, what's on the program, clearly. So this is, in my opinion, you know, engineering us how to think uh, where back then it seemed like culturally we were all just kind of on one channel and now it's we're a little more you know splintered very splintered at least theoretically depending on what you're logged into if you are at all like there's no concept of knowing for some reason now before it, 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 we didn't ever really think about shit like this um, but to your point earlier about you know not feeling you know 
consciousness or connected, whatever that is, or something like that. That's what I interpreted. I think what this media stuff is separating the human from our natural state. Like when you talk about, well, when I was younger, it just felt more natural. I just felt like we've been here before. I was like, I think that is more the truth than ever. It's just, we need to be able to differentiate what is, you know, visually being uh, fed to us through the screen versus what, you know, I'm actually Ooh. trying to see my fellow man and see my fellow, you know, individual, you know, and feel the energy. That's where I think we've gotten far away from. Um, now, how much of that relates to somebody going down, you know, the, the dark path to, you know, ending one's life. I mean, those are the questions you have to ask, like, how did I get here? I, I think a lot of those are in historical texts. You know, if you're trying to find oneself, a lot of people go the ethnic route, like, oh, where's my ancestry from? And then that kind of leads mm-hmm. open to the, at least for me, I have to look at it like, okay, I have to think, what is, what is my ancestry? And I, for that, I had to understand history. And that's how I got here. So that's where now I'm lost because I'm like, it doesn't, the, to me, the dates and everything and the information doesn't really stack up very well. And I've come across other information that corresponds differently. And I have a tendency to at least open my mind to the possibility of some other grand theory. And that grand theory alone gives me some glimmer of hope to see a future that is within grasp that reflects a life that we had way closer than what we thought. You know, I think we were living in the future uh, two, 300 years ago. You know what I'm saying? We were living, we were flying in air balloons and shit. And we were, you know, free transportation, water, fountains everywhere, like living in just the most richest way and living together, but different, you know, of whatever lost culture we all had before. And we were all living on the same idea, same consciousness. You know what I'm saying? We were all different. Yes, but we were all doing virtually the same thing somehow living in harmony you know, all those things that everybody's, you know, or at least for me in this utopian idea that it seems so impossible. I think that was very, very recent. And that's why it feels familiar, you know, especially early on when you're just, you know, when you're a kid, you're just kind of fucking doing shit. You're just, the energy is real. Like you're just, it's fun. And then throughout life, slowly the programming chips away at you and slowly takes, you know, and draws all that energy out to the point where, you know, you just become like this fucking, just droning on man yeah. versus well, motherfucker I'm fucking well uh, let me let me let me uh play devil's advocate on a couple not even I play devil's advocate let me just throw out a couple of things that when you were talking about it brought to my my attention right I think that obviously everything has to be a balance in life right mm-hmm. and uh as we get bombarded by more information right the things become more complex right but when we not being that is complex like hard like necessarily hard right because there's a lot of information and you can see that some people are amazing at what they do because of the information earlier but what i'm saying is that the more that there's out there the more choices you have the more difficult the decisions start to become the more confusing things become right and obviously depending on who you are right like if you're a person who worries about making the wrong decision and you have a bunch of choices you may never make a choice right but you're throwing in all these complexities all these distractions right if not used properly because technology can make you like i I think i said this before technology can make you better right 
meaning that uh, word spell check should essentially help you learn how to spell faster. But because we revert to the, the paths of least resistance, we're not reverse engineering and using that to help us learn how to spell better. But we've now turned that into a crutch, right? And so with more of that, the more complex people become, the less, the, the more confused things happen, right? Because they're like, what I got to do, what I got, all this information, my distraction, everything is taking my attention away, right? And there's a beauty in simplicity, right? Now, you talked about back in the day when there's, you know, there was not that many. Now, at the same time, when you only have one channel, and that's it, you're, you're still a sheep, because now you only have one form of truth. Somewhere lies in between the proper amount of information and channels for someone to live, live a life, be knowledgeable about life, and not worry about a hundred million things. Somewhere in, in between lies the truth. You know, what I'm saying not the truth, but the happy medium. You know, like I've, I've, I was taking a class, or I maybe it was not taking class. It was maybe in a book where they're talking about people having choice. If you threw out people to give. I think it was some survey that say you have people have 30 different ketchup bottles. People will spend more time trying to figure out which ketchup this you get instead of if you had four or five. Think about how successful In and Out is with their shortened menu. You can still go there and the lines out the door. Now it's good. They perfected that. They don't have to perfect 100 different things. It's good, but the shortened menu. And yet it's still amazing. At the same time, you have a place like Taco Bell and McDonald's that have like everything in your son and still stuff. I do think that somewhere it lies between where you you have enough choice, but not too much to inundate so people can't focus on what matters. Very confusing, huh? I didn't I didn't answer shit right there. I mean it's dev no, I mean I, it's interesting. I think the idea of choice is interesting because who's giving you the choice? Exactly. Boom. Like, I'm like, there you go. Then clearly there's something strange going on. I don't know what it is, but I hearken to the trying to be very uh, observant and cool. instinctual nowadays where just that gut stuff, you know, trusting intuition uh, focusing on, you know, harmony and, you know, uh, realization, all that, you know, woo-woo shit. Um, it, yeah. It's funny you say that. Cause, said. It's funny because when you talk about the choice thing, right, it's just like uh, my statement, or not my statement, but uh, the, the statement of self-made millionaire, right? Mm. In life, first of all, you were never self-made except your parents to have sex. You weren't self-made, right? <laughs> right? One. Mm -hmm. Two, most people who are self-made had to employ the help of others for them to get there. You know what I'm saying? You might put in the work, but you're not self-made. There was assistance to be there. Either somebody had to believe in you, someone became a fan and supported you. You know? So when you talk about like choice of words, like you're saying, like going on, who gives you the choice? Well, what does it really mean to be free? Because this argument in America about free, it's just, uh, in my opinion, it's just, it's a facade, it's not real. Do we really want complete freedom? That means that anybody can do what the fuck they want to do. 
you know? So some of the arguments is just like, okay, you don't want complete freedom. I think maybe not, maybe not, maybe, but, maybe, but it's, it's like. It's an interesting talking point because what is freedom, you know, and then discussing the layout of the game as we play it now, what is the game now? You know what I'm saying? What game are we actually playing immediately? You know, and we are playing a game of we pay into a country club that we're allowed to do. We all agree on a set of rules and we use, you know, fiat money to exchange for goods and services that we deem in this culture uh, yeah. valuable. And then you're also trying to survive and trying to help each other through the means of, you know, government yeah. instead of actually helping each other. You're helping, you're hoping that there's a collection of a bunch of you guys that can help come up with plans to help everybody. And by doing that, they have to have your cooperation. So they'd write these, you know, rules into place and you sometimes vote on the people, not necessarily the rules. And they tell you hopefully what you want to hear. Um, but you don't focus on them. You focus on some other dude that you'll never meet or see that's across who knows where he's at. And he is the ruler of everybody. And we change him every four years. But the people that work around him that make sure he doesn't have power, some of those people stay there forever. And the other yeah. ones, there's just a lot of them. But you never know those people. You only know the head guy. So remember that. And uh, yeah, that's the way the game works, I guess. So we have to kind of figure well, but, out but, how but, we're supposed to live in there. You know what I'm saying? With what but, consciousness, you know? But everything has a government, has a leadership, has a community, right? I mean, because like, 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 I'm just going to go kind of even out there weird, right? Would you, would you consider animals in the wilderness or whatever to be free? Yes. But they still have a set of rules, right? Imagine this, right? Yes. I'm a, gaz I'm a gazelle. I'm a gazelle in Africa. I'm with my gazelle homies, right? We're like, okay, dog, we need to get across this, this water, this body of water, dog. Let's go. Aka, you heard how grandma said not to go across this body of water because there might be an alligator in there. Hey, blood, I ain't even worried. Wait, I thought we was cuz. No, blood. Okay, man, I'm gonna go. We safe. I'm safe. Come across this water. All right, man, about to come. Yeah, 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 yeah. The alligator eats it up. There is still, even in complete freedom, there's still anarchy in itself, right? Literally, when you're talking about guidance or whatever, I, I think to myself, right, all of a sudden I thought of ants, right? And I thought of somewhere down the line, there was a traveler ant to say, yo, motherfuckers, there's some sugar over here, niggas, hey, we about to go get, we about to go get this. And then there's this like queen ant, it's like, go get me that sugar though and bring it back to the, the home, okay? Mm -hmm. And these bunch of ants went out there, we about to get this, this sugar, dog. And then they see my motherfucking foot and I stomped the fuck out. Because they went out there trying to live their free life, their best version of their life, mm -hmm. trying to get some sugar, you know, some cocaine that's sticky, icky, icky, but they got the bottom of my boot. Mm -hmm. You know, all I'm saying is like the the idea, like the this this like holistic, holy ah, of of freedom. I mean, it's it's a it's even that is a concept that is kind of weird, you know. We can I go agree. even we can go even smoke smoke high weed freedom because 
you know, you should have the ability to go and roam, whatever, but there's still a consequence. People are going to still die. Uh, you're, you, you're, you're in the wilderness. You cross a line. You're going to die. Why? Because that thing needs to eat. You're dead. You thought you was free. Nah, I got to eat. Back out, back out. See, are we animals, though? Because the, the difference with us is we know we're going to die. You know what I'm saying? They don't know. They just out there like, wake up, man. Let's try. Oh no, man! I feel like I feel like I feel like old <laughs> animals. I feel like old animals know they're gonna die. Do anybody go out drinking and driving at night? Know that they're gonna pass away. But we have some weird consciousness level. We, we believe, at least to our knowledge, because what believe, research can we do to a turtle to know that they know? How the fuck do we? We don't speak turtle. We don't. We don't you know. know. We, yeah, we don't. We you don't know. know. We just but assume I'm, it. He old, so he know. Like, but but, but but like, is it is it consciousness or instinct? Right? Turtles like this. Oh snap! Danger! Just pop right in. Let you me save you, Okay. Myself. How about this? How about this thing? You know how I know all the animals suck. Cause they ain't driving Lambos and shit, and they ain't over here fucking driving aircraft and making podcasts. You know what I'm saying? They how many stuff. how many dolphin podcasts you listen to? They you do stuff. Yeah, yeah they know, ain't doing I mean, nothing. Yeah, they got thumbs. They, they, they no, got they thumbs. May, they, they may be down in the thing, but I go. There's a Stephen A. Smith motherfucking dolphin out there talking about how this one dolphin got got. I doubt it. I doubt to, it. Them fools ain't doing to, nothing. Got, so got, see, this but, what leads me to believe that we're something unique and very special. But they are they are not letting us know who we are in relation to the the, well, the environment uh, yeah, because they're course, trying to hide that shit. Yeah. They hide it in plain sight, bro. Like they well, hide now announced. They just now announced with that uh, that there are UFOs that they had like how many sightings of UFOs, right? But not but they didn't define it as aliens. They just talked about things that they couldn't identify that were floating around. Man. They do okay. If you make a UFO movie, dude, we have outer space movies every year since the uh, inception of what the fifties. There was a space movie probably every year, right? Yeah. But movies are fake. Yeah, oh, they're real I mean, now. Was, are they real no, now? No, no, no. <laughs> well, what movies, I mean, well, art imitates life. Life imitates art. It's a circular situation. Sometimes people create. Uh, I mean, because I remember. Uh, I was watching something on Star Trek, and then they're talking about how they made these things up, and then many years later, they created, like, Bluetooth, right? Because they had these devices that they could talk to people by, you know, in their head. And it was like, these things weren't even created yet. Or so we think, right? Um, or maybe, like in Transformer 1, there's really Transformers, and they're just slowly releasing the technology over time. <laughs> uh that sounds crazy, but that makes more sense than anything else. Like, that's why the military is the military, right? You was in the military. There was probably some shit going on that you had no clue. You just out there. I remember like, hearing one time. We on a mission. They, I remember <laughs> hearing one time we're out, in the, out to see if somebody thought they saw a UFO. And I freaked the fuck out. Something about UFO alien scares the shit out of me, man. But. Like somebody saw it in, like, the eye or they saw it on the radar or what, what was going on here? Radar serious and, allegation. And, uh, radar and and like in the air. So it was like, what what is this? What is, you know? And well, why are you scared? Why am I scared? I, I mean, I didn't see it. I no no no. This is it's an unhealthy fear that I have. For some reason, I've always been afraid of like like not us a- aliens. You know what I'm saying? Like with the with a long with tumble finger 
probing my butt, my butt cheeks. But see, where'd you get that notion from? I'm just, well, obviously all the alien movies or whatever, you know? The fake ones. The fake ones. But that puts you in a state of mind that, like, you feel that way. That's what's crazy. <laughs> I mean, I think a lot of things that we do are, are like, obviously, you know, manipulation of moms. All of it is. That's why, but the, the, with the, the media, read, the, the media the is so interesting. At, yes, but so see, that's what happens. Because, that you get. But it happens because it's a transition from analog to TV. Now, I'm not saying one's better than the other, but I think both exist. So when you find books, uh, especially books that are, like, old and some of the shit that's in there both words and pictures you're kind of like okay is this a movie or is this real you know what i'm saying yeah. like that's what's crazy to me because you know we talk about it with movies so and i agree with you art imitates life lives in however you want to interpret that but then going back to the question okay what did they do back then books you know shit like that now is that the entertainment or are these real accounts of something because what's a story you know, that's a myth that becomes a story that becomes a movie. That's just a fake. It's a, Oh, it's, it's based on something that may have happened. I don't know. It's not really detailed, but I'm like, but there's this book that kind of says it it very detailed, but you're just kind of not saying certain things. Well, yeah, that's not, not, let's not worry about that. Like, okay. Who's telling the story here? Because that's really affecting how we feel about our relation to the world. When you say (laughs) that, all I can think about, about the books and things like that, are they, not or not or real or not remember there was a scene in this great the greatest movie in my lifetime called back to the future where marty mcfly dresses up as a space being scares his father right he says i'm something uh lord vader from planet vulcan right i remember that scene he's playing the radio he's like loud noises or whatever which inspired him to write a book <laughs> Do you, do you remember that? I think I remember that. I'm trying to. I mean, I, I'm a, I'm a, it's I'm been a, a while I'm since a, I watched it. I'm a Back to the Future fan, so. Oh, see, I'm a back but see to what what? Okay, so with that movie, right in particular, what is? Can you sum that movie series up as a theory or a philosophy about the what we're on, or you know what what is this place? You know what I'm saying? Theory. Well trying to treat it as like instead of looking at it as an entertainment movie look at it like okay if that was to really be the case what is that theory well okay one of the things is breaking bad habits okay marty mcfly anytime you challenge him you call him yelling you call him chicken he couldn't back down which will cause him some later issues right so that was breaking bad habits okay. i was breaking a bad habit of his dad being fearful you know of achieving the things he wanted to achieve his dad was always scared, didn't want to go talk to the girl he didn't really get. And then by standing up to Biff and punching him, he ended up getting the girl. And had, he was going to get the girl, but then he had a happier life because he had he believed in himself more. Now, and he wouldn't achieve the things that he wanted to achieve. You know? Um, what people would do for love, I guess. You know, so that was another part, you know? Because the two, the first two movies, the first movie was about him helping his mom, his dad, you know, and his mom fall in love. Partially, he went back in time and messed it up, and she was trying to fall in love. And then the last movie was where where you had a scientist who gave up living into the future to live in the past because he fell in love with a woman, you know. And he said, the, and in that movie, he also said something about 
uh, of all the things I've learned in life, the, the most complicated thing I can, can never learn is women. <laughs> hmm. He was like, not a verbatim line, but it was like something like down that line. Okay. Hmm. Um, uh, also, is similar down the line of, of like the the, the Terminator, the future's not set, right? You can create your own destiny. Don't worry about what the future will be created, you know? And that was one of the things, because he said, what do I do about this? And he's like, don't worry about it. You have time to figure it out and you create your, your future. So those are the things I, I would get from, if I'm if I'm like spitballing the story of it from the trilogy, you know? And that's usually from, that's actually coming from the first one and the last one. The second one, was more entertaining, you know. Maybe the maybe the second one was about morality. You know? Well, if you if you had the ability to travel through time, what would you do with your morals? Would you change that? Would you go for greed? You know. So see to me it sounds like one or two things. The you know, the yin and yang idea, you know, mm -hmm. you the person if you can do it all again what would you do differently and what are those things and the things you mentioned it seems like that would probably be on a lot of people's top you know five like oh you know greedy or nicer or whatever the second thing is the the love thing man like it's all about love whatever that entails it's simple but maybe that's really what it is like you said like dude, they would time span everything just drop everything for that now conceptualize the idea of love whatever that means and then trying to live that out is as hard of a task as just trying to you know figure out life and yourself and all those things and all the things we're talking about like love is the answer love is also the hardest definition to the most complex word i think next to rope is still standing. it is can you even explain yeah. it you know or is it just a feeling or is it just you know what i'm saying where yeah because like because like because if it's just a feeling right because some people say feelings fade right so how can you ever love something for a very long time right and then some say love is a commitment mm. when you hear a basketball player talk about i love basketball think mm. about how much passion and commitment they put into it It's all the above. Love mm. is kind. Love is patient. Mm. These are those are usually things that people said at weddings. You know, um, I thought that was like a Jodeci song or something. No, okay. no, it's like I think it's actually more of a biblical thing to say. Love is kind. Love is patient. Oh, you know, and and you know if if you know, um, these are all good good questions. Hey, I think love? those are the questions. Maybe you yeah. don't hurt me, you know. Love is like, love is the thing. People oh, fight it. People don't acknowledge it. I mean, I I, I don't believe in it, but I you got to think at some point you're like it's got to be something. You you don't believe in love? Well, I mean, you know, before it was a philosophy, psychology, you know, mm -hmm. ego thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, but I mean, it, it, logically, it doesn't make sense. But then again, that's why mm -hmm. me questioning history it's like how can i be absolute on anything so clearly there's a use for it and there's a there's something that's unexplained i don't know what it is but 
it's 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 necessary you know now, to what degree well, i have no idea i love i love that you said that sorry that i'm using the word love two parts there's another movie in uh, interstellar said love is the only thing that transcends space and time and i thought and i felt that actually that was probably the first time i ever had a tear in my eye for a movie where i was just like and i was probably going through a lot but when he said that i was just like i felt that right because i my dad has been dead for 20 something years i still have love because it trans, transcends space and time because i still got love for my brother he lives how many miles away in space you know um but then another part you you said something about love which was oh it it it's not logical right it isn't right and i think it's funny because you have some of the most logical people right you're talking about the greatest minds in these worlds who have sometimes when you talk to them it seems like they don't give a fuck about people still fall in love and i always wonder to myself how could you be this dry and so logical because we we as people right like there's that the, the definition you know people always want to argue about logic and being less you know, humane, you got to think about, or not less humane, but you have to be more logical about stuff. But we as people also have this complexity of having feelings in love. And so if you're always logical all the time, how can you ever fall in love? You can't. Love does not, doesn't make sense. It's not supposed to.